Welcome to the Short Rod Show. You're talking with Ben. And you got Brett. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We are cranking out episodes every week through the ice season here. And we're back with part two. What episode are we on, Ben? Oh my gosh, I can't even remember. <laughs> episode eight? I have no idea. Eight, nine, fifteen? I was 100? just asking you, you're usually good at keeping count. Man. I mean I'm editing them every week and putting that in, but I can't remember what I did yesterday. Burning and turning. Yep, absolutely. So we're downstairs in the sake fishing <laughs> headquarters, world headquarters here in with Anchor CEO. Island. Yep. Sean Tran. Thanks How's for joining us, Sean. <laughs> We've been having a lot of fun tonight. Um, we're down in a real uh, professional outfit here, surrounded by just cool fishing stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's yeah, super. No, thanks for stopping by. This is our first on-location set-up podcast, oh, really? other than on the ice. Nice. Yep. Actually, I think I think you're our first in-person guest. I think so, too, because I tried figuring out in my head before we started. when I Before I left, I'm like, okay, how are we going to record this? Because yeah. we got two mics, Yeah. and then I was like, shoot, yep, we got a spare mic we'll hook that up and then i had to tweak it to get it to work and then tangle up all the cords spill my beer all over <laughs> yeah and then here we are luckily that thing's elevated so not yeah big deal that's that's key absolutely <laughs> yeah. so uh if you guys missed the first episode the one from last week um we're down here with sean and he's the owner of sake fishing he's custom rod builder extraordinaire um sells a bunch of different cool tackle items um, some really neat, I guess, things you can't, it's hard to find somewhere else. That's, that's yep. where I think of, you know, where you shine, where between the custom rod stuff, which we talked a lot about custom rods in the last episode, these being truly custom rods, right? Sean's yeah. working with whoever's ordering, you know, if you guys call in, message him and talk about the style of fishing that you do, what you use for bait, what you like to catch, that kind of thing. Sean can build you the exact rod that. Yeah, that really got my attention when you said that. Because I thought when I was first laid out that question, and I was like, well, what, what's what's the name of these rods? And you're like, oh, well, there's not really a name. I just build them. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's custom. That's yeah. custom as yep. it gets. Yep. Yeah, that's really cool. And that and that's something that's not just, I just want a purple rod. You yeah, know, right. I want something with well, you know, pink you can, and purple you can, stripes. You can ask for that. Yeah. yeah, you definitely can. But then <laughs> another aspect of your business here you have is like your, your website. Mm-hmm. And I guess I would I could I'd call it a little bit more of like a marketplace where you kind of help bring together other yeah. lure makers, yeah. other fish products, that sort of stuff. It, it started out, out one just place. Uh, like I was making hair jigs and other tackle. Like it started out as like I'm just selling my stuff. That's it. And then when I tried putting the the rods on there, it's like there's you know 50 million things you can choose from. There's not a really good way to put the put it on the website. Yeah. And then I, I slowly started to stop making the tackle, so the website's sitting there doing nothing. It's like, I might as well, you know, try and sell something else, you know, just, for, you know, for it to have a purpose. Oh, yeah. So then I got hold of uh, Ketchum Jigs. Like, I, I bought stuff from him before. Uh, he was talking about, he you know, he was kind of kind of wanted to get away from the custom orders because, you know, you yeah. get 50 people order stuff right now. You know, they're all waiting for it. He's trying to get it done, you know, with, you know, everyone's got their own personal stuff going on. Yep. So he's busy, you know, trying to fill all these orders and then talk to all these people, have to ship everything else. Like, well, I got a website. It's not really doing anything. It's like, how about you just make stuff and I sell it for you? It's like, then you don't have to deal with any customers. You don't have to take orders, do any shipping. Yeah. It's like, yep. you can have artistic freedom, you know, so you, you make whatever you feel like. 
tell me when you're done, what I owe you, and then open the website and I'll sell it for you. So would you say, when, when you say artistic freedom, is it's it's he thinks this jig looks cool, or is it they think this jig is going to catch fish? I, I think both. Both, okay. Yeah. I mean, because... You, know, you got to catch the fish doing, in first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, doing, that's where I've custom said this orders, like, times you know, Some people are real specific. I want this way, this many stripes, you know, oh, sure. here, there, whatever. So then you have to make it just the way they want it. Yeah, which, I mean, pain. it's cool for them, but, like, it gets boring. Well, you're yeah. talking custom, yeah. like, custom jigs. Like, I could go and tell them exactly what I want to paint it on a jig. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No. And so, like, I mean, that you, you get behind, <laughs> you know, so he's got to keep that's, track of yeah, all that stuff. So I was like, you know, if it, you just make whatever you want. Like, yeah. And he, I think he's been enjoying that a lot more lately just because, you know, it's, it's, he gets the freedom to do what he wants. He enjoys it more. Oh, yeah. So he just, he pumps them out. When he's done, he lets me know. I'll buy them and put them on the website. Hmm. Goes from there. And then that worked out really well. So it's like, okay, we'll see who else we have. You know, I talked to some other people. Like, okay, you know, you don't have a website. Like, how are you selling stuff? They're like, oh, just, you know, through Facebook, whatever, taking orders. Like, well, if you want, like, I can I can buy stuff from you and put it on the website. You can still take custom orders. Yeah. But, you know, if, like, some of them would have, like, a bunch of stuff left over from, like, the year before or whatever. It's like, they're sitting on it. They can't really sell it very well. It's like, well, I'll, I'll buy it. Like, pay you up front. Yep. You know, you don't have to worry about waiting for me to sell it to get money. It's like, yeah, get everything up front. You give it to me and then... For them, that's as good as it gets. It's yeah, I sold. mean, they they won't make as much money because yeah, obviously you, know, you, the, the you take the risk instead of yeah, them. Sure. But yeah. there's guaranteed money up front. I, I'm not going to try and return it to them or nothing. So, and yep. it's, it's the few companies that I've been working with. It's worked so well that you know they they may give me better deals or you know they'll they'll put stuff aside for me. And, nice. Yeah. So it seems to be working out really well. Yeah, your selection's cool. I think I think what's special and that our our listeners would appreciate is kind of the the there's that custom mentality to it where it's, yep. it's different stuff. It's not your, your run of the mill clam, you know, pro tackle stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's different stuff. And then when they call or they, they message you and, and want to talk about it, you have somebody there that's actually been out fishing yep. with it can talk to you about yep. it. It's not well, a, not necessarily a pro <clears throat> staff or a, or a guy out there just out to market the, yep. the jig. Like, right. I'm, I'm sure you'd sell them jigs gladly, but you'd much rather, you know, have a customer for life, right? right. That yep. is going to come to you every yeah. season and restock. Yeah, and, and I, and use, sell them something. I use all the stuff that I sell. So Yeah. Yep. And, I mean, really what it is is, you know, as, as folks buy that stuff, you're supporting the basement. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you're listening to our like podcast. That. We're producing it in the basement. Sean's over here making his rods in the basement. These dudes that they're selling their jigs, they're just building it in their basement. Like, these are just yep. dudes that enjoy doing it and – uh like making this stuff and yeah, yeah. and I, and I think uh, we got some comments back on our our chat about you know like clam specifically you know like oh you guys are hating on clam and where's uh, it where's this coming from um, you know we we like to support small business for sure and then also just stuff that works stuff that's a good value yep. good people it's all about the people that you meet and, yep and uh, you know nothing is clam guys but I don't really know them I don't you know it's yeah. a big company big corporation. Ah, it's cool. I like being in the basement with Sean and I mean, Brett there's and bigger corporations, but hanging yeah. out. So there's nothing wrong with playing. There's my two cents. I'm sure we'll get comments on that too. I like comments. That's yeah, you fo- you focus too much on it. I like that. But I like you, interacting. You said the with word clam friends. too many times on this podcast already. Clam. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Mitchell's gonna come out and come get you. Almost talked to him at that show. He was busy. That's all right. Yeah. 
Um, so what are some of the companies that you've worked with, Sean, and with, with, uh, that you have on your website, you showcase, and then what led you to, to work with them besides Ketchum? Okay. You know, um, what do you look for? So for the other tackle, I have uh, B Woods. They're out of Omaha, Nebraska. Hmm. Um, Omaha. They actually work with Kyle from Ketchum. So he kind of introduced me to them. Um, another one is Funks Jigs. I just started this year working with them. Um, I've bought tons of stuff from before. Like we've swapped products before hmm. and, uh, kind of the same way he was, he had some bunch of stuff left over and I was like, let's, let's try it. Like I'll buy it all right now. Yep. See if we can sell it, you know, so he doesn't have to keep trying. You'll sell it eventually. Here. Yeah. 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 Like, and we'll do that swap meet in, in February. So I need stuff for there anyways. So yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> JB's fish sauce. Been working with them for a while. We'll uh, get it back to that one. Yep, <laughs> pretty good friends with Corey. So stinky stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. As soon as you open <laughs> that container, it's worse it's, than stink bait. My God, uh, I couldn't imagine making it. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Uh, Cold snap is another one I've been selling. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The bands, the toothpick hook removers. Yep, those are handy. Uh, I finally oh. met him for the first time at the the St. Paul show last year. Okay. Yeah. Um, the uh, Rebel Hawk, uh, another local guy out of Grimes. He makes the tethers, phone phone tethers, and those are cool. So, yep. it, can you describe those for our <clears throat> listeners? Yeah, so I don't think they've heard of uh, all that. They're made with paracord, and uh, it's spiraled, so you can it stretches out and returns. Yeah, how do they spiral that? How do they do that? Uh, I'm not sure exactly what okay. he uses. I know that what some people use, but I don't know what he uses exactly. So, gotcha. but it, the phone one's nice. So it's it's long enough that you can put it in your pocket, you can take it out, look at it. But if you drop it, it's not going to fall in the hole. Or if you need to, like, reach out, take a picture of something, it'll yeah. stretch out and back. Yep. need some of that. Same thing with the, the tool holders. It's the same way. It's on a little... About, I need a rod holder to strap to my kid. <laughs> That's what I need. I, I think he makes some for, like, open water, like kayaks. Okay. Like, he'll make some that'll strap oh, yeah, on a rod. Sure. So. There you go. Or a floating rod again. Yeah. I'll be back to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he makes a lot of great stuff. I've, I've known him for a few years. Uh, finally got him to make me a... a my own specific color or whatever that I can sell. Oh, nice. So no one else sells that one. That's the only one I carry. So Yep. Uh, I think that's... Uh, oh, I just picked up uh, a plastics company, Drastic Plastic. There you go. Out yeah. of Wisconsin. Yep. Uh, Corey and Kit's been working with them. Yep. And I, I took some from Kit last year for dry and loved them. So. Copfish. Yeah. Yeah. The little mini ice flukes. That Kit seems to be crushing them. Yeah. 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 I don't think he really used plastics before that. So he, yep. he got, he got shot. Well, I recall, distinctly recall a video last year he had ice fishing, dead sticking plastics. Yeah. And he was catching fish. Yeah. Like, that's Is that the one where he caught the big catfish? Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, we were we were right outside fishing next to him. And oh. when we left, he started doing really well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's typical. He's He likes yeah. being out there. He's incognito. And he's yeah. He does best when he's Absolutely. by himself. Yep. yep. <laughs> that's cool. Well, yeah, it's cool to have a highlight of some local local stuff yeah stuff yeah, around like, the midwest well they are not necessarily even local just small town yeah, yeah small like time I, yeah at Oops. first i was kind of focusing on iowa but it's like why there's so many more out there like yeah and i've been i've been sending orders to almost every state now yeah i mean, yeah, I mean you're shipping them anyway yeah so i mean i've, I've sent up to texas yeah you know uh montana maine oh yeah I, you're not surprising us by yeah, the distance I, sent stuff to canada we get people cool in utah we've got what texas arizona yeah like places that you awesome so i mean like if there's good for them people in you know other states that have small businesses that yeah might want to get hooked up and and sell on a website if they don't have one uh, reach out to me cool yeah it's it's, even if like uh like v woods they still take custom orders so if someone from new york 
finds them on my website, buys them, likes them, they can still contact them, have them make, you know, special ones or hmm. order, order straight from them if they want to. I feel like I don't feel strongly enough about a certain pattern to ever call in and be like, hey, I need this jig. <laughs> right. I don't care what it costs, yeah. I need this. You'd be surprised. I mean, I, I got a message from a friend today. He's like, okay, of, of the, the jig makers you know, who would be the best at making this specific pattern? Dude, they're dialed in. That's yep. a killer. Dialed in yep. bite so that they got. They, they, make you, one and they make you sign a sheet before it. they even tell you <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. what and it NDA. is. Like, do not tell anybody about this pattern. Not yet. Probably will. Legally this, cannot yeah. sell this pattern. <laughs> like only that. to me. Yep. Yeah. We should start doing that. The short rod show pattern. And then we just sell Black that. and white cracker. <laughs> oh, actually, I think you're on. Cool, <laughs> <but yeah. laughs> that's interesting. Uh, that's, NDA. NDA. Yes. Non-disclosure. Yeah. I didn't. I hadn't thought of that before. Yeah, like yeah. literally, the whole cut. Like, I just think of jigs coming from somebody that's just like, oh yeah, we got pink ones and we got you know white yeah, yeah. ones and yep. polka dot and and the wonder bread color. You know? That'd be excellent. There you go. Sell. What else do you need? Uh, we should. But having the actual dialed in, how many stripes? I want it this mm-hmm. to look like this kind of bug yeah. or this kind of you know profile. I'm hung up a little bit on making a short rod show jig now. <laughs> I'm hung up on there that a little bit. So he's got all the stuff. Yeah. Start pouring some jigs. <laughs> We might do yeah. that. We might do that. Might be a 2023. It's got to be a lead jig. Yeah, once, yeah. once they get the garage cleaned out and organized, uh, should be able to. Uh, have to order a few more things, but be able to do plastics, airbrush. Uh, You're you back into coat. it. Back into the jig making. Not like full time. Like gotcha. Trying to get enough to sell. But yeah. I mean, I if someone wanted something specific or like. If I have friends that want to come over and make something. Yep. You know. Do you fish the river? I, not on the boat, but yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, yeah, you use a lot of, you lose a lot of stuff. You go through yes. a few jigs. So yeah. you just, just having that ability for yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah so like <laughs> it's I, not a bad idea. There's a certain color I like effective. to use like yep. at Big Creek. Okay. Yep. So, so like yep. I bought that one color so I can I can buy unpainted jig heads and paint as many as I want, whatever that one color is going to like. That's, yep. That's sweet. Yep. Why don't you take your boat on the river? I don't know. Well, it's usually either by myself or I'm with people that yeah. have no idea what they're doing. Yep. So, I get that. It, it, you're better <laughs> off by yourself in right. those situations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. And then trying to launch the boat in the river doesn't seem very fun by myself. So. Yeah. Need a long rope. I only. Well, I've I've gone out a few times, depending on on the river by I, yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I've that. only had the boat for a few years, and the water's been. Pretty low. low. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll stick to the lakes. Yep. I'm real close to two, so. Yeah. That was a key move moving on this side of town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's nice. Yeah, I mean, I could drive straight straight to Cherry Glen. Yeah. Yeah. Drop it if I wanted to. And yep. Speaking of that, without getting too specific, what are your thoughts on ice fishing Sailorville? I don't because just I know nobody does. No. But are, are you interested in attempting? I am, yeah. I mean, because I know people who have, and I've seen the fish they catch. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes, I want to, but still in the back of my mind, it's like, eh. I don't know. If I wouldn't do it by myself. No, no, If no, I had a group not. of people that knew had done it before, I'd definitely go. What I'm confused but, on is you got Red Rock, and you got Rathbun, and you got Sailorville, mm-hmm. and no one fi- ice fishes Sailorville. Right. Just yeah. in general, which is I, further north, Yep. same kind of style. What the heck? I just wonder if, if they change their levels more, maybe. I don't know. I wouldn't think so. But I don't know. It's it's strange. Yeah. So, yeah. That might be a thing this year, Brett. Oh, I'm done. 
Yeah. <laughs> Big time. All right, where are we going next? I don't know. You were leading the JB's fish sauce. Yes, let's yeah. talk about that. I'm interested so, in that. I bought some from from your store uh, <laughs> last year. This season, open water season. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Uh, I used it a couple different times where I hadn't had luck with plastics before, and I put that on in it. What flavor helped. did you get? Uh, Black Magic. <clears throat> oh, the mix. Yes. Suicide. I bought some. Oh, you were out of Black Magic, so I bought the Pantastic and the ah, Waxworm. The, the Waxworm. Waxworm, yeah. And then I went over to Johnson Bait and Tackle to get Minnows, and they had the Black Magic. Mm-hmm. And Gus was like, yep, that's the stuff. And I'm like, whenever... My ears perk up whenever anything's sold out. So I'm like, uh, that's the one I want. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's a reason for that. <clears throat> Some of those, you know, the, and, and I saw this at the ice show too. Like the vendors that had all the colors of jigs and different stuff out. It's like, oh, well, that one's sold out already. That was the one to get. Right. Dang. You know? Yep. So that's really cool. But yeah, uh, JB's fish sauce is, it's hard to describe. It's kind of like a jelly. They have tons of different applications. I mean, there's there's a jelly, there's a gel, there's a spray. Um, oh. I have warm oil. They work, use warm oil for plastic, like to marinate okay. in them. Yep. Huh. Uh, there's like a tooth, like a chapstick applicator. I mean, there's, there's tons of different Yeah, don't get that use. mixed up. <laughs> regular chapstick. <laughs> you might know before you put it like on. Like the second, we when we were looking at these, at that sauce, the second Sean opened the tote, like I started smelling something. I'm like. Did Ben fart? What's going on? <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, like that's coming out of that little tote. She shut that back up. He's that, got her, yeah, hermetically sealed. That's yeah. stinky. I mean, I grew up around stink bait and stuff, but that stuff takes it to another level. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I've, I've had a lot of luck with it. I, tons of people even swear by it. So. Yeah. Don't spill it in your shack. Right. Yeah. Well, that's but, a good thing about the the jelly is it won't spill. Won't. Oh yeah, it's much. pretty thick. Yeah, yeah you really got to get dip it in there. Yep. Pretty reasonably priced too. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, you know, for for how long it'll last you that little tub. Yeah, it'll last, last you a lifetime. So, yeah, for five six bucks. Yep, five bucks. Yep. Five bucks. There you go, folks. Dead. You'll be dead sticking plastics and catching. Yeah. Don't buy that tungsten. Right. Just go buy some fish sauce. Yep. Yeah, that's interesting. That's pretty cool. I don't know. It's just dead quiet. You just said it's pretty cool, and you just look away. So I thought you were going to pick well, up something else. I was leaving else. a hole to jump in. Oh, uh, how would you apply that? Like, what? What's the use? How do you? Uh, have, I usually you use it when we're ice fishing with plastics. Yeah. Um, so you can either take the jig head itself and dip it in. Uh, you can put where you tie the line on. Dip that in. You can do it on the edge of the, the tip of the hook. On the yeah. plastic itself. I mean, you can put it anywhere. It'll it sticks to about everything. So, so do you have any like specific stories on how? I guess how it works, how it runs, you know, uh, I mean, obviously you sell it, but what, what could be like a, a scenario where someone would, would be like, Hey, I should dip my plastic in this. I'd say if, if you're, if you're seeing fish and you see them come up to your bait, but they just look at it and leave, uh, that's, that's the time. That's you know? when you've seen it yep. really work out. Yeah. Cause I mean like yep. if they, they're interested, but there's something that's just not letting them, you know, not committing to it. Yep. So Pull back up, tip it, drop back down. Uh, I'd say nine times out of ten, they'll they'll hit it. They like that sauce. They do. Hmm. Mm-hmm. JB's fish sauce. Yeah, like you don't have to use it every single time. Like, and it'll stay on there for a while too. So I mean, you you could probably catch ten more fish on it, yeah. and then if they start like swimming away or or just not committing, you know, just dip it again. 
Nice. All there is to it. Are you a plastics guy now more than a I'm live bait to. guy? Yeah. guy La- last year, I, I started doing more. Um, I might try even more this year. Okay. Like, I'll, I'll probably start out with plastics. Yep. But I'll, I'll probably have live bait just in case. You know, but, you know, it's kind of hard to switch, it seems. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I switched Ben pretty hard. Which when I weird. first when we first started fishing, he was all plastics all the time. Yep. And then I was always wax worms. And now Ben ran yeah. wax worms all year last year. Not all year. Yeah, yeah. He did. <laughs> more more than I have in years past, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah I go back and forth though. It's but just, if I don't have to carry wax worms and I can just carry a little tub of jelly. Brett did show me how to keep waxies alive for you can keep a lot longer than I had before. <laughs> yep. Because I was going out, I was going out like every trip. Like, ah, I got to buy waxies. And I'd buy the little, you know, two dozen of them or whatever. Right? Yeah. The 250. Yep. So now we're buying year. in bulk, keeping them down in the basement on the window. Yep. Good to go. That'd be a good windowsill right there. A nice wide one. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the key. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Spikes as well. Spikes aren't bad, but. I use spikes more than wax worms. I'm yep. not a big spike guy. I don't know. They're okay. I can't keep those alive and figure out how to keep them alive. Forever. Hmm. No air. No air? That's what you want? Right? I don't know. Oh. You don't keep them alive like very long. No, I, I don't I don't worry about it. I usually, <laughs> I I about usually it. drop the container when I'm on the ice anyway. So oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> there you go. They they just stick to the ice instantly yeah. and worry about it later. <laughs> so some fishing questions that I have that I'm curious on. So we, we haven't fished together. We have nice fish together. Um, but you mentioned in uh, our last segment talking about running Running and gunning, basically, right? You yeah. weren't in a shelter very much. Um, tell me about how you do that, because I, I hear a lot of comments. A lot of people are curious on that, where I guess you have the wheelhouse guys, you got the guys running in the shelter all the time, and then you got yourself that mm-hmm. running and gunning. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's I, I just don't like to sit still. Yeah. So, I mean, yep. if I'm... My wife gets mad all the time. I fidget, you know, and like I, I don't like sitting still. I like getting up and doing things. I want to be active. And... This podcast is killing so. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, when I'm out there, it's like I'll fish for a little bit. If, if the fish leave, it's like, okay, time for me to move to. Yeah, cool. And then I'll just get up and go and drill more holes, look around, come back to that hole. Like, yep. But I mean, if I find fish, I, I can sit there. Like, I can, you know, it'll keep me occupied. So. Have you seen, like, in the rod making business, people asking for longer rods now that they're. I think that running and gunning styles become yeah. more popular as yeah, more people absolutely. get yeah. last, suits and all last that. Last year definitely had a lot more longer rods. Yeah, asked for. Uh, Do you get to a point where you're like, man, we're just making open water rods at this point? <laughs> the forty eight. No, yeah. no. I got I got a funny story about that actually. Uh, one of my wife's uncles is probably three or four years ago. Uh, he lived down in Pella and he wanted to go ice fishing. Like, oh, he's to meet a buddy. Went down there and meet him. We're out there. We got you know. Sitting on a bucket, little short rods, and we see him walking out. And he's carrying a bucket, and we hear it clinking. Like, what, what's he doing? He's got a seven foot rod, yes, and a bucket, and like, and a cigar in his mouth. Like, all right, and he sets the bucket down. <laughs> Looking there, it's just Coronas, a big thing of table salt and limes. And it's like, okay, like he, he comes over, he's like, oh, what's this? And we show him the flasher, and he's like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, and he just wanders off, and you know. He's, Cool. He's sitting there. He's got uh, a Corona and a cigar in one hand, and he's got this long seven foot rod. And he's he's put a little fly on there, like a fly fishing sure. fly, and a little uh, just a little weight. 
drops it down. He's just sitting there and he's like, you guys catch anything? He's like, no. We're like watching these fish, not catching them. He's like, got one. <laughs> Reeling it in. It's like, oh, that's pretty nice. And throws it in. He's just drinking, smoking, just not paying attention. Got one. Got one. Like, that is fantastic. I love that. Like, oh, all right. That's a great story. That's awesome. <laughs> the Coronas, the limes, and yeah. the salt. He's, like, he's walking that, that bucket's just clinking like, what is in there? Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of Coronas. He's doing it upright. That's funny. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that opens, you know, that, that brings up a good point. You know, you don't need a lot to do well ice fishing. No. But it depends on the situation. You got to be dialed yeah. in a little bit at that yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. That guy, he could he would yeah. outfish you no matter what. He knew what, he knew what was going on yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah, the seven-foot rod out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Probably with like 20-pound yeah. mile. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he caught more fish than the both of us together that day. Yeah. <laughs> insane. Like, all right, no flasher. That's awesome. Sure. Just yep. all by feel. <laughs> yep. That's cool. Um, but, talk. Yes. Uh, say, but yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you'll see more and more, you know, rod companies that are they're making 42s, 48-inch yep. ice rods now. Yeah. Which that's getting to be as long as my ultralight. Right. <laughs> yeah. Open water rod. Some of these cases are at least 42 now. Yep. I mean, there's a 42-inch class case, like 48s, and it's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean... When you are doing the running gun, then you don't have to live on your knees all the time. You can Absolutely. stand up. Yeah. Yep. Still keep your rod tip close to the hole. And yep. It makes a big difference. What's your uh, auger preference, running gunning? What have you found have, that you like? I, I still have my, my first ones, the Nils. Six Ooh, inch. listen to this so, guy. The Nils. The, the, uh, That's cool. An older one? It's the orange one. The one uh, made to hook up to the drill, a straight. Oh, yep. So, yeah. That's the first one I bought. And first, the only one I have, we thought about buying an, an eight inch one. You know, something different, like when yep. my wife goes and the kids go, just something a little sure. bigger hole, whatever. But yeah, bigger when I go by myself, step into yeah, <laughs> I've stepped into a hole before. Oh, yeah, yeah. the ten inch. Oh yeah, Dude. those ten inches. Yep, and like Damn. you know, like put my boot on it, yep. it won't won't go in, but yep. it was behind me, and I stepped backwards and you know toe down, Boop. and I fell, and I was like, I was like, I thought I was gonna go in the water, I was like, and I stopped and like look, I'm like, I couldn't <laughs> see happened? my leg, like. <laughs> Stand up. I mean, it was up to my ass. Like, oh yeah. (laughs) I went all the way down. Just fell. Like, ah, trying to struggle to get out of it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Yeah, I thought I broke through. It was just just a big asshole. Yeah, this is it. (laughs) Take me now. So the six inch nails. Yep, six inch nails. Yep. All right. That's cool. That's a good crappie hole. Yeah. I. Yeah. You. You don't want them too big because they'll turn around. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's done me well. The only drawback is. uh, you have to send the the heads in to get sharpened. There's like one or two people in the U.S. that does it. Okay. Oh. So, so you're sharpening blades with someone not replacing them. Well, they're not a blade; it's a whole it's, head. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a big cutting. Oh, head. really? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yep. I'm surprised you're not familiar with all the augers yeah, you own, it, Ben. I'm surprised like, you're not more familiar with the nails. When it's yeah. new and real sharp, like it comes with a handle too, and it you eats. can you can just go right right to town. Like it'll cut right through mm-hmm. it, no problem. It yeah. takes a little getting used to because you have to. Like you're not supposed to put any pressure down. Yeah. Yes. It's like even even with the drill, it's like don't don't put any pressure, just enough to hold it against the ice, and then it, yeah. it pulls yep. you through. You're on the old D wilt over there. Yep. Heck yeah, oh, yeah. that's a good drill. <laughs> yep. Was a good drill. Until you broke yours. Yeah, we got another one. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. I've got. I'm two, excited. So I, I got to back up. There yes. You go. There you go. <laughs> that's that's super cool. Um. So running and gunning. I know you work with uh, Norfin. Mm-hmm. Um. And part of their pro staff. So, um, you know, we talk a lot about purpose-built ice fishing gear. Um, you know, I find a lot of value in it. A lot of people do. 
um, and, and floating gear. So talk a little bit about Norfin um, because they're, they're relatively new on the market yet. Mm-hmm. I feel like within the past, what, four years, five years? It's about four, yeah. <clears throat> yeah uh, they first brought just their boots over, the Klondike one with the cleat. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that was the first thing that anybody ever saw. Uh, that's the first thing I saw. I was like, I was looking for new boots anyways. It's like, oh, I'll try those out. And I was just amazed by them. Like, these are awesome. They're super light. They're warm. Yep. It's like, so I, I got a hold of the company and we talked to them. And it's like, they were looking for people to, to be an ambassador or whatever. So I was like, your stuff's great. I want to see more. I'm like, okay, I'm in. Nice. And then uh, they brought over, I think, like one or two suits. And then the. And the more they sold to those, and the next year they, you know, they brought more stuff. Like they're real big over in Europe. Like if you look at the European site, there's like forty times more than what's on the U.S. Site. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So they, there's tons of stuff. They have stuff purpose built for Europeans. Yeah. that they're I mean, not they have they have hunting gear. They have ice fishing. Like just tons and tons of stuff. Interesting. But they won't bring it over until they know there's a good market for it. So, yeah. So the more more people buy, the more stuff they'll bring over. Yep. And like this year they brought over waiters. So oh. okay. And they have rain suits, uh, the ice fishing suits, of course. Yep. Boots, gl- more gloves are coming over now. Is there a thing, because uh, their ice fishing suits are heated? Uh, well, only one of them is. Oh, is, oh I thought yeah. that was the so they have, they have a few different ones. Um, so they have like a, an introductory ones where it's, I think it's good to like negative 10 or 15. Yeah. But you get the whole suit. And the next step up is good to like negative 30. And then the next one's the heated one. Mm. Oh, and there's an even warmer ones like up to negative 60 it's not a float suit though that's only well like, if it's I negative mean, 60 you're not it, worried yeah, about float. That, yeah you're not worried about it, but like in the u.s everybody wants a float suit if it's not a float yeah. suit people probably won't buy well it. if i'm going in the water at negative 60 don't bring me back out right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that thing is so warm like I, that's what i wore last year and like yeah. i had sweatpants and a t-shirt underneath it and that was it like i, I get too warm like was it did it feel real bulky not really Really? Um, there was like a, a liner that you could put, like a heated liner yeah. that I had okay. to take out because it was too warm. Just I to had to take liner. it out. Yeah. Interesting. So, I mean, I was in a, like, I'd just be in a t-shirt out on the ice and it was nice. Like, nice. Stayed warm enough. Yep. Sometimes it'd get too hot, which kind of sucked because then if you want to take the coat off, then you only have a t-shirt on. Well, yeah. So, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yep. But then uh, the, the heated one, it's it's not as warm, but it's still plenty warm. Yeah. And like, I, I don't even think I've used the heated function on it. It's warm enough. <laughs> Was it used for battery? Uh, any anything with a USB port, Ooh. like any kind of rechargeable, but uh, it has to be over a certain amperage. Sure, yeah. But it's they, an internal battery or whatever on the. It's just got suit. the cord in one of the pockets. Yeah. So any kind of. External yeah, you can battery. run it off of this if you yeah, want. Yeah, probably, right? Oh, it doesn't have a battery. You no, gotta no, plug so. it into a power source. Yeah, so, so yeah, anything you've got or like they'll, they oh, sell on the Oh, I thought it had like some sort of internal battery or something nope. that you just charged up. And... Nope, nope, just a little USB cord. And... That's smart, huh? That is smart. Yeah, Actually, so you probably couldn't run off that. anything. Yeah. We're, we're rolling, uh, run the recorder off a of Milwaukee M12 here. <laughs> We've done that since day one. He had jacket yeah. adapter. Well, no, I take that back. Not day one. Year yeah. two. No, we've we been running. Day one was on the too. Harbor Freight oh, batteries. Yeah, we should. There, so. yeah. This, this would power it, I'm sure. This has pretty good juice to it. Oh, yeah. Um, shout out to one of our listeners that was using one of these to power a diesel heater. I'll tell you about that later. Just one? Yeah. For what? An hour? Uh, no, not quite. <laughs> oh. Not quite. It's not quite big enough. Oh, okay, okay. But anyway, yeah. Um, the USB powered—that that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Just having having something you can have some heat to. I guess in my mind, I I run the Milwaukee heated jacket, mm-hmm. and that's kind of my main jacket that I run. Not ice fishing, um, but just having the flexibility to have heat when you need it. Right. 
and turn it off yeah. when you're you know inside yeah. or whatever yeah. and know, that's, that's a big deal you can have a less bulky suit. the jacket's not heated it's just the bibs okay oh. yep so i mean so if you get hot and take the jacket off See, that's it's still a little cool you yeah. still have heat where's the uh where are the heating zones in your bibs? Uh, the new ones are on the front like the chest stomach chest in the back and then around the thighs Ooh, around the thighs oh, i didn't expect i thought it would just heat. be in the front and the back yep the thigh heat. yeah get cold on your thighs well then that's where you kind of put put your hands in your pockets well, you too right you got a big artery there in the thigh yeah keeps you warm yeah that's a good idea i like that and yeah i was looking at their uh gloves up at the ice show and they didn't have my size of their like thinner glove mm-hmm. but i'm always on the lookout for a reasonably priced good thin type glove that i could fish out of and not necessarily something bulky you know like i usually i'm a two glove guy that's just my system like i have the big gloves i use to like go out to where i'm gonna go fish and then i put those in my pocket and pull out my other gloves that are thinner and just run hand warmers yeah so i'm on the lookout for those i feel like everyone's always like the glove space has not been the waterproof glove space has not been solved like there's still a lot of opportunity for less yeah. than a hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh, a hundred bucks is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This year, especially like they're all 90 plus dollars yeah. for something. No, like I think the best I've seen so far is a guy running nitrile gloves and then the regular stuff. Yeah. Fleece or the, yeah. the wool ones. That's like, what I'd run. Yep. Mm. <laughs> the, the other Norfin ones, they have the big mitts. Yep. Like that's what I used, like nothing underneath them because. Like there's no fleece or anything inside of it, so if your hands are wet, and you stick them in there. They're not, it's not going to soak your gloves. And they're oh. going to stay cold. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. it'll dry out. It stays warm. It's got the, like the reflective material inside. Yeah. Yep. So then, like, I'll just wear them. They got little elastic bands on them. So if you want to quick take them off, you can toss them off. They aren't going to fall in the ice or in the hole. So they just hang from your arm, and you can, you know, do what you need. Do what you Heck need. Yeah. Catch your fish, throw it back in, put your gloves back on. Yep. And uh, they got that front zip on it. So you could actually stick the whole rod in your glove and hold the rod. Wait, what? In your glove. What are yeah. you talking about with a zipper? A front zip. It's, it's a, it goes like about from your thumb all the way up to your middle finger. So like you can unzip it and stick your hand out the front of it. So like even if you want to do that, you can unzip it real quick, stick your hand out and pull it down your, your wrist if you wanted to. I'll gra- I got them upstairs. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. That kind of takes care of your half because Brett's like a fingerless I like running the yeah. fingerless gloves yeah. things because I, mean, I can still use my hands cold. and stuff, yeah. but my fingers get a little yep. bit cold. Yeah, but so I run those mitts yeah. that flip over I, the top, That's what I used but, to use, but like it's still fabric. So like, and they get wet. It'd get yeah. wet or it'd get yeah. slimy from the fish, yeah. and it would freeze and get cold. And I think these ones solve that problem because you can get them wet and they'll, they'll dry because there's nothing. Yeah. Know, they're not real nothing fabric inside. Nothing for it to absorb water. Interesting. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I'd like them. But I tried them last year, and that's all I'm going to use now. And you don't wear anything underneath, like yep. as far as you're on your hands. You just nope. stick bare hands in there. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Not a hand warmer guy. No, no. I, yeah. And I just like from a guy that said outside. it was too cold to go ice fishing to now. He's <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah, out. exactly. Yeah, he's not he's, running the heated suit. He's a sun yeah. He's Why, just out there. They're just they're warm enough. I don't don't need to. Dang. Nice. I mean, I'll have to look into that. That's awesome. And like <laughs> the the boots, like I I I bought the Norfin socks. And like the medium weight wool socks, like they're yeah. perfect. Like I don't get hot, don't get cold, nothing. So. I can't say enough good things about those boots being light. They're so light uh, like, and waterproof. Like have the you two had, things have you I tried want, the other ones, the Yukons. No, they're uh-huh. even lighter. No, and way. even more waterproof. <laughs> Double whammy. <laughs> but it, you know, I've fished in boots that aren't waterproof, mm-hmm. and you're running the auger up. And you just get you're that toast. big splash oh, over yeah. you, and then you're like, eh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> well, well, time to go home. Two hours from now, I'll be cold. Yep. 
Um, so waterproof and the lightweight when yeah, you're actually putting the miles that's on. That's the biggest thing. Huffing the sled across or whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. They're unbelievably light. Like you look at that thing and it's going to be like, oh, this is going to be like four or five pounds. Yeah. And you hold it, it's like a pound. I stood in the river this past weekend with them for probably 20 minutes. Feet didn't get cold. Nice. That was pretty good too. Like just full submersion, no problem. Yeah. So that was cool. Sweet. Yep. Awesome. Well, Sean, if people are listening in, where can they go to find you? What's the best way to get in touch with you? Uh, if you want to talk about rods, best way would be through Facebook, uh, through my page. You can message me through Messenger um, or on my website for the tackle, uh, sakefishing.com. Spell that out. S-A-K-E, fishing. And then uh, you can email me through there. Cool. Too, so. Sweet. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. That yeah. was uh, thanks for coming. That over. was a good couple episodes. I think yeah, it's uh, been a while since I've really learned something on an episode. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're just talking to each other. Right? <laughs> yeah. We know everything we're going to say. Know, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been talking to each other for four years. Yeah. I don't have anything new to say. Absolutely. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Awesome. Well, we'll catch you guys next time on the Short Rod Show.